Hey guys, welcome to the Founders Mindset, a series by Journey with Pushpa podcast where we invite founders, entrepreneurs and talk to them about how they started their venture and how they are running it. We also talk to them about their failures, how they, you know, earlier failed in their startups and what they learned from it. We what uh, we are trying to learn what drives them to build this products and took it out, you know, like most of the people don't do nothing. Like I I'm also doing nothing man just interviewing them. So I really want to know what they you know what they have special like how their mind works what it takes what what it really take to be a founder so yeah it will be a lot of fun lot of learning so stay tuned guys hi guys welcome to the very first episode of the founders mindset podcast i'm your host pushpak and today we have with us mr ravi pillai ravi is a ceo and co-founder of uh, Entriva he's a former founder of Uptrust and uh, yeah he's been into entrepreneurship since 19 right when he was in 19 welcome to the show Ravi how yeah. are you doing all good pushpak i'm doing great and uh, hopefully we survive the covid phase yeah and uh, like evolved lot of things happened after that but luckily we are alive and yeah. we are at our peak now like hustling uh, like uh like just like how we are we are doing before and everything is going great here we are what's up with yeah. you pushpak yeah everything is all right we survived i also survived fortunately <laughs> mm. so here we are <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 so yes. Uh, let's how, 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 how has the covid treated you by the way like like any change so far in your lifestyle or how a lot of change man i moved back to my hometown like only 20000 people live here i was living in pune or like a metro city and it's com- it's completely different and mm-hmm. i thought like uh, actually the lockdown was really good for me to de- to be honest it wasn't that bad i like a l- lot of people suffered you know financial lo- they I lose i lost 8 kgs by the way during this lockdown a lot of people have gained weight but I made sure at least I am not losing on that part on my health part. So I lost around seven to eight. I was around eighty four mm-hmm. right now, and in somewhere in my seventy seven to seventy four or somewhere on that scale. That's cool. I started doing yoga in the lockdown, so that helped me in weight loss as well. Yoga. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I used to do meditation, and I'm still do meditation. It's it's like a uh, everyday. game for me now nothing very very special for mm-hmm. so Tell let's me, how do we start yeah so let's start with your first venture like you you said you started your journey at the age of 19 right so what was your first venture about Correct. so when i started uh, i actually was in my college uh, i i have done my dba not completed i i dropped out on my last year due to my work pressure but when i started i was 19 i was in my third year i was uh, i i had started and uh, failed one startup not failed has in like i i decided not to go ahead with that startup mm-hmm. that was into uh, that's on the education segment like how byju's was uh, there some on something on those lines basically right. but what i was doing uh, when i was in third year was something when the, just the startup boom was happening around in pune A lot of startups had established from various part of uh, India, and they were just trying to establish themselves uh, in the city called Pune. Exactly. So, and what we used to do is basically, uh, like we, ha- I had a very good connect with the entire college. So, mm-hmm. I was providing interns for all of these startups, 
and uh, once i got to know ki these startups need a lot of human resource mm-hmm. to scale their operations at pune so what i decided to form up a company and uh, took the decision to help them out for uh, like scaling up their operations across pune mm-hmm. so this uh, so i named this company upthrust upthrust means upward force okay? okay so so that's what we literally did to all of these startups we launched many of these startups uber eats swiggy danzo wellness forever all of these are right now the uh, very well established brand across the city but right. back when they were just launching nobody basically knew like what what they were so we were like basically taking care of educating these people across pune mm-hmm. uh, across different categories and geographies like right from corporate societies uh, colleges malls we were having our team spread across pune helping these brands to make that noise and under, and make people understand how the, these brands are going to be helpful in their day to day life you can mm-hmm. order food you can order a cap you can do x you can do y all on that field so at the so man, 19, y- yeah. yeah you were in the you were 19 and you started up thrust right so how did you close clients like uber and swiggy you know like these are the really big companies and how how they how do they how can someone trust a college kid basically so i back then uh, when i was in, uh, in my mind i actually started working a year or one and a half year ago actually when i was in my 18 mm-hmm. uh, so i had a very decent a very good work ethic so i i was like a workaholic basically and i i used to work a lot and that had helped me to gain a good name across uh, different companies and people mm-hmm. actually started uh, basically suggesting me when it comes to marketing i was really good in in terms of communication and closing deals to attract uh, okay, okay. mm-hmm. so a lot of people used to refer me uh, as a intern has someone who knew has someone who can basically uh, who knew pune region and who also had a good number of college students uh, in connection so that mm-hmm. have a workforce in place basically to scale any kind of operations Right. So that's what I started with one client. Very so, my first client was basically a beauty parlor. Okay. okay. I used to do marketing for a beauty parlor. Then I, uh, I, I basically uh, that guy gave me. Uh, he had also another business of his own, like a garage, a small garage. Because mm-hmm. he gave me his uh, reference, and basically I started working for him also. Then he gave me a restaurant. That's how I scale a very small, humble beginnings. Basically, I used to work alone. I had a team of four to five people mm-hmm. uh, who were in, on project basis. I used to hire them on a project role. Basically, I used to pay them around ten grand, fifteen grand per project, mm-hmm. and that's how I used to hire them. Yeah. I started, and that's how basically the connections grew. And suddenly, I started uh, getting calls from big brands like Swiggy. Then Swiggy gave me connected me to Grofers. Then Grofers connected me to Uber. and that's how it's a very awesome. small world a prospect to yeah. uh, to we fans and once you get into the industry and you quickly uh, if you're really working hard and if you if you people start basically seeing your work and they start trusting you then that's not a very big challenge that's what i feel that's what i have been through so far yeah you know like one of the most uh, one of the thing that people struggle with how to start like nowadays mm-hmm. people have a lot of idea even students even fresh like once you are done with the college so how to start where do i start i have lots of these ideas on which idea should you work, should we work on how to you know actually start there are lots of videos on youtube there are lots of gurus out there but what is the way like what is that small advice that you would give to how actually to start like and how do we know that we are doing so- the right thing basically so we can do a lot of things but some of things might not be right right so how do we know all these things 
so it's only through trial and error pushpa so how we started was again i just started okay i i never said no to an opportunity okay there were a lot of opportunities i kept saying yes to each and every one of them okay and let's say if i say yes to 10 opportunities okay then i learned that out of them seven are really good for me three are not meant for Okay. Right. Then I politely refuse it. Now the next time those three kind of opportunities come, then I have a better knowledge. See, this, this is these are the kind of opportunities which are not really meant for me. So I can say no the second time right from the beginning. Correct. So it's mm-hmm. always about starting head start like go it just do it yeah like there's nothing hard and fast there is no strategy there's nothing mm-hmm. especially when you are basically young when you are in your teens like eighteen or nineteen. so the best thing you can do is just go and give yourself that exposure and not just think too much what will happen then what will happen now or like how will i grow what will happen what is my career it's more about falling down and then learning and uh, and uh, and not really about the, the what will happen thinking at first and then trying to do anything right. so it's all like it happens uh, mm-hmm. all for you good and since you have that time advantage it's also not a very bad deal for you right even if you fail down the line two years you still will be in your 21 or 22 and that's also very good spot to be you at least have that two years of experience where you know what not to do right. that's what right. i feel but and it's not that ki i never uh, face failure i have multiple failures but again i i, I take it as a part of the game actually mm-hmm. nothing hard and fast there, there is no success or failure for me it's just a purely on experience part for me Right, so that's right. what i have been taking it and that has been uh, working out really well for me right right uh, so you know uh, i remember about the upthrust uh, upthrust was a completely uh, offline platform right and you were doing really right. great and then the pandemic hit right so what right. happened what happened to upthrust then so uh, upthrust was basically a hardcore marketing company okay mm-hmm. in marketing we used to do customer acquisition management and customer experience management mm-hmm. okay so what we did was we we basically we used to identify uh, a target audience for different kind of businesses and we used to do uh, we used to uh, design marketing plans on an offline scale online mm-hmm. usually used to happen from the head offices right from their uh, headquarters and they have a central tribal but for offline they used to take support from like uh, marketing companies like us okay and yeah. uh, like but when the pandemic hit Okay, what usually happened was lot of uh, people were laid off, lot of marketing managers were laid off, mm-hmm. lot of marketing budgets were cut down. Okay, and uh, again, offline marketing. If anyone in this industry is really like, hearing this out, so they must be knowing it's not a very, uh, 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 it's a very expensive game. Okay, it it takes lot of budgets. Mm-hmm. Okay, like uh, on an average, we used to get a monthly budget of three to five lakh minimum mm-hmm. from a client, and we used to deal with multiple such clients. okay and spending that amount of money during covid was not possible uh, because due to multiple reasons there was government restrictions there was lockdown yeah. there was basically lot of lay layoff demand was very low so it was not making sense for any of these companies to invest on uh, uh, on marketing on offline scale online since every uh, every other person was staying at home and was consuming the uh, internet sitting at home work from working from home uh like consuming the netflix the ott platform all of these platforms so it it made more sense to uh, to all of these companies to invest on online and not on offline mm-hmm. so that's when i decided ki uh, ki for at least this entire year or two okay it won't be advisable to stick to this a uh, particular thing and uh, like we have to come up with something else 
so that's what uh, basically we we had to put a basically uh, halt uh, on the upstairs operation and we came up with a completely new concept a new brand and new company altogether and uh, to deal with this and again we had a success in this as well and it's going good so far but what i'm doing for upstairs is i started uh, basically we switched this model to a consulting uh, a model now so we do consulting i myself do consulting for a lot of uh, early stage startups where they have just started uh, people in the early 20s early 21 and people who are just their first time like business owners so we are trying to help them out to build the right strategy for the company and how to scale it since uh, we have a hardcore idea of how you can scale, scale from zero customer to a 10000 uh, customer that's what we were doing for all of these brands uh, back then and the, the strategy will remain the same the the concepts will remain the same so we are going to use the same strategy and same concepts and going to help all of these new uh, new early stage startups to build their uh, like their customer figures across the city mm-hmm. that's what we are trying to do right and we already have around 3 to 5 clients paying clients for us who are just paying me for the strategy part so that's cool. really working out well for me That's so tell us more about your new startup what exactly it is it's entry right so yeah. what exactly so it this, is this, who are your customers and how you started this so our new startup is uh, something uh, uh, literally uh, like what we figured it out ki it is basically a combination of lot of things okay mm-hmm. so intriva so intriva means it's a combination of two words exactly intra and rwa okay if you ask me what is rwa rwa means residential welfare association in short a society mm-hmm. everybody across the metro cities they stay in a society most of the population right correct so and right now after the after the lo- lockdown and pandemic quick lot of people are working from home they so are they they are staying in a society for most of the time correct mm-hmm. so this is an opportunity so this basically we are a pandemic inspired startup this intriva the concept of intriva is pandemic inspired inspired right. actually so what we figured it out is it is a very uh, uh, we, uh, right now we have a very huge opportunity for intra premise convenience okay so okay. people uh, again who are staying inside a premise uh, like a society mm-hmm. or uh, like a, a entire uh, a city so we need a lot of things this is intra premise basically okay right. so even uh, back then uh, before lockdown everybody either they used to be in societies or at their offices that is like mm-hmm. it park or a company or xyz whatever it can be right so th- that calls for a need for a company which can deal into multiple range of enterprise convenience okay so that's what we uh, we built it called intriva which is an enterprise convenience platform and in in this we successfully launched our first category so there going to be multiple categories so like what exactly you are doing right now so we launched our first category successfully called enterprise cloud garage okay mm-hmm. So, which is into uh, your two-wheeler and four-wheeler servicing within your premises. So, okay. our team comes to your society, mm-hmm. and right at your parking, we get your two and four-wheeler service at a very minimum cost, a very decent rate. That's it. So, we bring in convenience, we bring in transparency. Since every of these things happens right in front of you, like mm-hmm. you can watch your uh, bike or, or or your car getting service, and we have best-in-class service policy. So okay. this is making a huge impact right now, and uh, we are uh, converting a lot of customers who were traditionally caught up mm-hmm. with the traditional process of getting the vehicle to a garage and leaving there, coming back, then going tomorrow, the next right, day they go right. back to the mechanic and they get it back, right? 
at least three to four visits which yeah happen. yeah so yeah, how many custo- how how many customers do you have till now so uh, so far like we launched three months back and mm-hmm. without even having a website this purely right now we 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 operated so far just to an so we used to get orders right on our whatsapp whatsapp numbers and right. directly the customers to call okay mm-hmm. we scaled up uh, to more than 1500 customers so far it just amazing so that's literally for 500 customers per month that's mm-hmm. what we did uh, so far and we used to uh, uh, sign up contracts with societies so since they liked our uh, services they they proposed us that we can have uh, like every weekend we can organize this kind of activities inside the societies mm-hmm. and solve all the residential members uh, problems whoever is facing like the, all these challenges that's what and down the line we are going to be launching uh, intrapremise uh, cloud kitchen uh, we will be tying up with a lot of uh, restaurant players over here and we will be giving them opportunities to market their core products uh, mm-hmm. like every uh, restaurant has their one core product so we will be given a opportunity uh, in a premise scale where they have a good uh, ready audience sitting who will be who will be ordering right like directly to that, that just one this like only one player right over there so and uh, cloud kitchen will be like we have already launched we have tied up with uh, a couple of good brands across pune and we so means how exactly uh, it will happen it's like suppose we are like can you give an example like if i am in the society and i want to order something then how how it happens is it a offline order so or how it happens is right now what we did is just to have a beta testing uh, we proposed a concept to one of our uh, restaurant brand and they have right now designed a food truck okay they mm-hmm. have a very beautiful food truck they have designed and what we do is on on weekends like on friday saturday and sunday we announce it to all the society members it has going to be like a small food festival kind of thing inside your society mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can order uh, uh, our like so right now we tied up with a five star restaurant basically because coming from a good uh, five star restaurant and jw married right? they have this uh, truck from the courtyard uh, not uh, it's crown plaza okay crown Poland. plaza mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we we get the food truck uh, inside the society and the residents can basically have designed a chatbot for ordering because these chatbots are basically spread across the flat and residents can start ordering from this thing and we have a team of delivery people who delivers right at the doorstep without any delivery fees awesome so amazing so that's the model and we get a really good numbers from there as well mm-hmm. so that that's a small uh, model which we're working on this is not the complete model that's there are okay. things uh, uh like adding and subtracting from this element but mm-hmm. yeah that's one of the happen so how, how large is your team how large is your team because you know as you said uh, you were comp- you were into a marketing completely marketing and you are right now into this completely different segment and you are providing a servicing uh, car servicing services basically so how did you manage all these things how did you get you know like uh, The, uh, you have had to find the mechanics maybe the top end mechanics and all the equipments and the people also so how large is your team and how how are you handling all this stuff man so it was a very big challenge for us in the beginning since mm-hmm. we are not from anywhere like uh, around from this industry but uh, what we did was basically since again so our role in this system is basically to acquire customers okay and since we already have a hardcore experience in acquiring customers for multiple brands so mm-hmm. like we did marketing we have acquired customers for a food app we have acquired customers for a, a, a cab app we have acquired customers for for a, a rental staying app so we have acquired customers for almost like 
n number of use cases okay or n number of industries Uh, mm-hmm. So that basically helped us a lot. The experience, the hardcore four to five years of experience which we had uh, on our previous company, really helped us over here. Okay, mm-hmm. and we used to partner with uh, a very experienced mechanic garage partners who were really supportive and they really helped us to like the best possible service to our customers. Okay. And we had quality checks in place. We we basically got a good engineer who helped us to create our own process. Mm-hmm. Of uh, how to cater a doorstep service, you know what all checkpoints should be uh, taking care of, how it should happen. We we researched a lot, lot of YouTube videos, lot of Google researches. It it basically like we. Hey, so we do a lot of. There was a lag, I guess. Can you repeat that? Yeah. Yeah. After yeah. After the YouTube. Uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So we used to basically like do a lot of experiments in our own vehicles. We used to take mm-hmm. that risk on our our own vehicles. Mm-hmm. Only then we basically like all those processes were tested in our own vehicles. And after that, only once we had a verification that yeah, this is really working for us, only then we basically launched it. That's what we did. Right. So are you planning to raise a funding or what for this? Or it's completely bootstrap? Yeah, definitely. So right now, uh, it's completely bootstrap. I've already spent a lot of money over here, and mm-hmm. since uh, COVID, we already lost a lot of money. But mm-hmm. luckily, we we had a good budget, uh, like let off for, for this new venture, and I mm-hmm. planned the capital really well so far. So it was right now. It was uh, we had that comfort of having uh, uh, like a, 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 our operations were not stuck due to finances so far. But okay. down the line, yes, definitely we'll be raising funding since our uh, our operations are going well and we need to scale up very soon right now to multiple cities and multiple. Uh, basically, we need to scale up to multiple. There's a horizontal uh, uh, like uh, expansion plan. There's a vertical mm-hmm. expansion plan. Yeah, There's a lot of vertical in- integrations happening across. So down the line, we are also planning to deal into second-hand cars, like buying and selling of second-hand cars. There'll be okay, vehicle okay. parts, mm-hmm. a lot of things. And horizontal includes expanding to a new city. So all of the, these will like take a lot of capital we need to have to right, to right. take care of all of these plans, correct? So definitely we'll be going there. But we have different models to uh, take care of the financials. Uh, like right, this right. not we are just not focusing on getting a investment. Uh, there are also other models to work around this. Hmm. So yeah, but yeah, there has to be some. Are you making profits rate. like above break even? Uh, to, to be very honest, hmm. yes, we are profitable, but uh, again, the profits right now are not roof, uh, are not going above the roof since we hmm. also having heavy marketing expenses so far. So all of the profits which I, we are earning right now is spending again for uh, acquiring new customers and expanding to basically uh, another region, a new geography. From right. uh, e- even in Pune, we are uh, focusing on an area level penetration. So basically, let's say we penetrate a part of a region, then mm-hmm. we use those profit to penetrate the other part of the region. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how we are growing across Pune. So so far we have around at least 15 to 20 regions we have penetrated so far, at least on 30% scale. Okay. Yes. So yes. what kind of yeah. challenges that you have by you know while scaling it? Like what kind of challenges you are going through right now, and how we are overcoming them with this company? So since we have a, like we had this kind of experiences before and have been into this field since last five years, so coming 
so far right now was not very challenging but okay. the actual challenges will be starting right now first okay so like if we want to scale up to a new city or scale up uh, uh, coming up with our own technology uh, so basically we are also uh, we have invested heavily on our own uh, building our own technology so we are in a process of build, coming up with our own platform uh, of uh, having multiple functions for managing right, right. iot all of these are coming right now okay mm-hmm. so the actual challenges is right now beginning for us, okay that is how to so how, how to take care of the technology so far we never had a technology in place everything was handled by me uh, and by my team to whatsapp calls and to direct uh, uh, direct calls and whatsapp uh, messages right but getting a technology team getting a tech platform like like ma- making those tech platform workable like making users download a lot of things are going to happen right mm-hmm. now so that that is the actual challenge i'm going to face right now expanding to new city we already have franchises big uh, basic interested people who want to take our franchise across the right. city mm-hmm. so going um, going going to them and setting it up uh, uh, for entire right from scratch so the challenges right so far whatever has happened i have already gone through a lot of them so i mm-hmm. like it was not much like a challenge for us but the actual challenge will actually right now they will start from this one right just scaling up to a completely new level right mm-hmm. yeah so that's what so where do you see yourself you know uh, your company basically after 3 to 5 years and what are the things that you are really curious about with the future so uh, uh, so in 3 to 5 years so there will be so how i planned this company was we we will start from one vertical mm-hmm. but uh, we will be taking care uh, taking uh, 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 like uh, care of lot of other verticals as well down the line okay so we are going to enter into lot of other verticals okay it will be more or less like how reliance is playing its game mm-hmm. like uh, spreading out in, uh, into multiple verticals using its strengths and weaknesses very perfectly and, and very uh, smartly so that's what even we are trying to do over here so uh, as we started we started with two and four wheel servicing mm-hmm. they want to basically enter into uh, the urban flat market basically so uh, the house mm-hmm. appliances uh, like carpenter plumbing electricians yeah. we going to move into the health sector as well getting a, a health checkup right at your doorstep okay cool. so let's say you want to have so there are a lot of things which we going to mm-hmm. add we have to order a, a basically a, a grocery so we are also a, a flagship service basically will be launched uh, in the next month okay mm-hmm. that is basically something very new uh, we have never have, we don't have any other company doing this so far so that that's called uh, intriva concierge Uh, you know do you know any uh, do you have any idea about what concierge is Con- sorry pardon concierge no so concierge whenever you go to five star uh, hotel or whenever mm-hmm. you go to a good place basically uh, they have a concierge they have a team people team of people who take care of your day to day needs like they mm-hmm. take your bag that's like a room service they okay? yeah, just yeah. call up and tell you i need a breakfast right now mm-hmm. plan my trip to uh, the nearby places somewhere Okay, this is a yeah. concierge service, which is basically a five-star thing. Okay, hmm. so we we will be trying to we are trying to what we are trying to do is we are trying to these societies and we are uh, basically giving that that society a concierge team, a personalized concierge team for entire society. Hmm. So who will be taking care of the entire residents like basically day-to-day needs? So what a Danzo is doing right now on an app scale, hmm. that will be basically uh, the team of people will be sitting in a society and you can subscribe. uh them on a membership level on a monthly how you subscribe your netflix 
things you said the most challenging part you have is about the, the technical stuff like basically we'll have to build the app and uh, all that thing can you hear me yeah i can hear you yeah so yeah so about the technical stuff and all right and i know that you are coming from a non tech background right so it is like a lot of uh, founders from non tech background they have this challenge like how to you know build the tech products so how 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 are you dealing with it and what advice would you would give to a non tech founder who want to start a tech startup or who want to get into a tech uh, learn more about it so the major challenge of course that it, it is basically huge uh, challenge for a non tech uh, founder to get into the tech game uh, mm-hmm. just because they like lot of uh, there are a lot of variables which are not in control for us okay yeah. so the reason like since the last three months we i didn't go for a tech platform is because i'm still finding a partner for me like i find a good company who right. giving me the right kind of platform at the mm-hmm. at the right uh, kind of costing at the right kind of timeline mm-hmm. okay so these are the only things which matters when it comes to building a platform you need the right guy or a right team or right company who's like who's able to take care of your needs you need the right kind of costing from them so that it is budget friendly you have those budgets to uh, put in and you have the right kind of time frames so that a lot of companies they say it will take 6 months 3 months 8 8 months xyz right. and are they able to meet all of your needs and what is the wavelength of like there there should be a wavelength match uh, from your team and their team they should be able to understand your vision your passion your entire thing see how this function this entire thing is functioning and this, this there should be very strong alignment like in between your team and their team and mm-hmm. that is where the difficulty and challenges are but luckily and fortunately i have found one of these companies that was in pune itself and who have the kind of experiences and they have come up with a good budget for me so mm-hmm. uh, i think we'll be going it shortly with them and within a month's time we'll be having a very good platform in place so that we can like scale up uh, across india mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's it's, a, it's basically a matter of time you need to keep right. looking you need to keep finding and you need to meet lot of people in this industry you need to meet lot of companies inquire them like take a demo from them meet go and meet their teams it's all about basically meeting lot of people and getting to know so when i talk to those people i i try to get lot of knowledge mm-hmm. okay every person i meet in the industry i learn something so yeah. i let's say if you are a it guy i i basically call you i tell this is my requirement this is what i'm trying to do this is my budget this is my time mm-hmm. okay then he tries he proposes his part of the game yeah. how can i how can is it possible or not possible is it really 
like realistic or it's not realistic and how is it possible in this facet what will have to do he'll take a lot of technical uh, jargon there will be there you'll try to go and google google it out ki what language are they using how is the process working what are the wire frames mm. so a lot lot of things are there so you talk to a lot of people you learn a lot of things you go go back early go back home and research about all of these things come back to a new person tell all all of these things then he thinks he, he is somewhere he knows some he is not a new person he knows a lot of things yeah. so he gives a different kind of quotes and all so yeah it is all about trial and test that's it right also uh, you know when it comes to startups like uh, you started at the age of 19 right but at the age of 19 we don't have money to invest in a startup so mm-hmm. like uh, so that like you started it as a agency so maybe you at that time you didn't have to invest a lot right or did you invested a lot of money but the, the way no, you are investing in intriva the way you are in, in, like uh, uh, investing in intriva utna to nahi karna padega right so yeah i started at zero i i, I didn't have that kind of capital but uh, i also was working uh, right from my first year so uh, okay. like so, that, so that's what i feel pushback so one of there there is a small message which i really want to give mm-hmm. all the users because like what i feel is a lot of people like see there are a lot of there are kept lot of range of colleges across uh, the city and wherever you guys stay wherever the people are staying so like we need to be very careful of what you're doing at this particular age between mm-hmm. the age of 18 to 25 okay so luckily when i started on my first year like uh, i used to do lot of freelancing projects okay it mm-hmm. can be organizing a a party a freshers party it can be organizing a, a farewell party or a halloween party so i basically used to like work like mm-hmm. no matter wherever i am even it can be a college it can be anything i always was trying to figure out ki how can i get that money flowing uh, in my pocket exactly. okay and i earned a lot of i earned good amount uh, during even during my i basically my entire three years college fees basically i basically uh, i was able to earn right from uh, one single event like uh, i earned around 1.5 lakh from the event and one uh, and there were series of events which took place after that and i earned every event i earned at least 50 to 1 lakh and i was able to like okay. uh, generate that kind of revenue so all of these revenues basically helped me to start this startup so i was not backed uh, just because i didn't have the revenue that was not a stop there was no uh, stopping for me because i had that kind of capital that to self earned like mm-hmm. i didn't take it from my parents or something like that but i earned it myself it was not key, like i had to take money from someone but later down the line there was a lot of opportunities wherein i got a good investors lot of my friends invested in my company to mm. scale my operations so i once my operations started and uh, things were getting bigger that time you need that kind of financial support yeah. but for a start the capital is not the thing you require you only require your own self your thought process your decision making process that's it so it doesn't take a mon- money to start it takes only you and your commitment to start that's what i feel okay Uh, like, but I was thinking that like, you know, like, like a lot of people say that like, you don't need money, you don't money. But don't you think like when you're talking realistically, you do need money? Like, like I don't know. What do you think? 
yeah so since so again uh, like whenever you start okay so it depends again it also depends a lot on the nature of company you are trying to run or mm. what kind of product are you trying to launch right. a lot of things are there are a lot of uh, like properties and combinations which we have to figure it out what exactly mm. is your requirement so the kind of uh, like companies which i started and which i am trying to run right now like didn't really require that kind of capital but it it require more of your basically your partners and your hustle mm-hmm. and your ability to communicate to right. close people to sell sell them to invest in you for, for example i did not guarantee any business to any of my garage partners mm-hmm. i was just uh, like basically just went them met them told them this is what i'm trying to do mm-hmm. and that's how the customers will start going in and this this is the process which you need to follow and that's how you start earn okay and they were convinced i i i, I like this logic because pure logic and they thought we are ye banda sahi bol raha ki down the line this might be the trend in this industry so right, why right. not let's give it a shot mm-hmm. so it's always about what kind of concept you are trying to work it out and what is the industry scenario right now something right. of course there will be some part of the game wherein it might require a capital to come up with a uh, a prototype let's say if you are trying to manufacture something like a, a a part or something so mm-hmm. this kind of thing will require capital mm-hmm. because you'll have to invest your money to build a prototype you'll have to go somewhere but again there are a lot of things which you can try and you can avoid those capital or you can take help of your friends and family so yeah. again money is there we are staying on planet earth still with 7 billion people and everyone has their money so you should be able to communicate and take like you can transfer those money across what we are trying to do that's what i see Right. So, uh, yeah. So you know, uh, at the time of pandemic, the the operations stop. Like you had to stop your operations. Uh, and a lot of people gave up on their startups and uh, shut down their businesses and all. So, what uh, you know kept you going at at that time also? Because that was a really you know scary time for most of us. And you were your company was completely offline. so how 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 did you manage you know that kind of thing like how did you came up with so uh, this period between uh, the uh, the period of uh, may till the period of august september okay mm-hmm. so th- this was a very uh, hectic and very scary period for us okay so uh, again uh, since we were no longer in operations okay we had to something else so I didn't. I didn't leave my team alone. I didn't uh, let go of my team. Actually, I, I paid them the rent. I paid the rent. I was able to. I, I was paying them the salary. I lost. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of money over there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what we did is we tried. We did a lot of different different uh, things basically. So once uh, the pandemic started, we figured out that since there is offline part is not there right now, but we can do. Uh, we, we were good in sales. We had a very good sales process in sales. we try to tweak that process and come up with a model wherein we can close a customer over a call so we started something like we we had a team of interns who were calling and closing customers of mm-hmm. uh, basic uh, 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 grocery items there will be a lot of startups popping up who were getting into grocery mm-hmm. so we used to help them to acquire customers over over telephonic media so mm-hmm. but again that really didn't work out well then we entered the covid phase a lot of covid products Where we came up with this brand called Anti Covid Hub, 
wherein we tried uh, trading into covid products and on mm-hmm. bulk like mm-hmm. if a company wants to there's a it park or it company they want to get their premise sanitized and mm-hmm. basically they can place order uh, uh, a bulk volume for uh, buying mask uh, and lot of things for that but again everybody started doing that so we thought ki let's not get into this crowded space and that's when we started focusing uh, on the demand side we we try to analyze what exactly is going wrong and what exactly people need and that's where we came up with uh, this model and so again there was a again a startup company which helped us to get into this mm-hmm. and they were again they were in this uh, field from the beginning and they they helped us to get into this particular space they tried that this how it is done and etc etc and that's how we also uh, like we were able to catch up really quick and we 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 started building this kind of thing up right right cool so this might sound a weird question i don't know but like take us into your mindset like how do you think uh, how do you look at the world and you know you said uh, Uh, i think in the uh, previous question you said uh, you answered that about the money like money flows from people to people you just have to take it, like i don't know i don't remember what exactly you said so and other things you know like about your mindset how do you look at things how do you make things happen uh, what's your perspective about life and you know like in general so uh, uh, if you what i believe i coldly believe in the concept of having a purpose in life mm. okay so that that is something that's one of my very like uh, uh, you can call it that's my one of my strength i i take life key there that you need to have a purpose in life mm-hmm. you can't just lead a life without any having a purpose not knowing what to do right. like uh, i'm just trying out things i'm adventurous so that's not uh, how we can lead a life correct mm-hmm. so we sh- we all should have a very strong purpose in place and you should align your life around that purpose so for example my purpose is to like i am more i i when, whenever i analyze myself i am more on i am on a people side i am a very people friendly person i like to service people mm-hmm. okay so that's the reason i took marketing because that was again more of i get the chance to talk to a lot of people to help a lot of people and i was good in sales so mm-hmm. it's basically more on like servicing people basically mm-hmm. i used to service my clients i was mm-hmm. basically servicing my clients that that's what marketing companies do right yeah. they are uh, on a service oriented uh, business basically mm-hmm. and again right now also i am trying to service people and helping their problems and that's what you solve problems get the money that's it that's what i believe in and whatever problems you are trying to solve is basically that's what you need to focus on be what are your strengths talents etc 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 and how can you use them and be useful in the entire system so i take this as a game this a, this this is a system okay mm. and everything in this inside the system has a role and a function okay you need to identify your roles and your functions and play the game and that's it and everything else will take care of itself so it's not behind the money or it is not because of the money i'm not like working ki and it's not about the money it was never about the money mm. it was about what am i doing in the system Okay, what role can I play? How can I be useful in this? And just focus on that. And it can be anything. It is not really about having a startup. It's not really about doing a business or investing this that. It can be anything. Tomorrow, even if I'm like, if I think that I'm a very good, if 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 I
ठीक है इट्स जस्ट अबाउट बींग यूजफुल इन द सिस्टम ठीक है एवरी एवरी एलिमेंट इन द सिस्टम इज वेरी यूजफुल ठीक है ऑन इट्स ओन स्केल बेसिकली सो इट्स ऑल अबाउट डूइंग दैट थिंग इन द बेस्ट पॉसिबल वे लाइट एक लाइट डज द जॉब ऑफ द लाइट फैन डज द जॉब ऑफ फैन it's about doing that job so well that the system is satisfied that's what i believe in so that's what has like that's what my life is all about and that's how i have been uh, constructing my life so far yeah what okay. are your views pushback about this yeah sounds good but like you know how how do we find a purpose sometimes this happen if you are young if you are in your 20s you just want to have fun most of the people right so like finding yeah, right. a purpose that's a really you know tough thing i don't know but uh, like and how to yeah, so yeah and you know find, fi- finding a purpose is one thing but consist keeping that you know commitment is another thing right like once you can get a motivated you can write down your purpose and you are all motivated and then and then another day you are back to your square one right so what about that mm-hmm. so yeah so you are very uh, you're right uh, in a in a way basically it, this happens with every everyone basically even mm-hmm. it happened a lot of times with me you always get drifted mm-hmm. i call this this what called drifted okay mm-hmm. that's the most dangerous thing which happens to a person okay mm-hmm. you set your goal you get committed mm-hmm. and after that you start drifting from your goal right. okay let's say you decide that this is my goal and i want to start uh, from today and i'm going to achieve this 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 this, this. Mm-hmm. and within 7 days within 10 days within a month you start drifting from your goal again you, your body is basically there's a lot of things on a psychological scale on a biological scale mm-hmm. there's a proper science behind this because you need to take care of the science first when you start learning about that science that becomes easy for you to take care of the drift the drifting part right. but uh for example you said uh, when you are in college how to basically like find your purpose is basically uh, how i did this basically uh, what happens if you see a, a, a average tent of a person being in college taken usually what happens i have so far whatever i have observed is basically people uh, come to college or go to whatever kind of thing they are uh, trying to get into and their primary role, their primary uh, objective is not uh, like uh, education that is not uh, actually about education they come there they form groups they try to do the other stuff basically take they try to socialize they start going into parties they they start uh, building like uh, like they plan out to go outing this that this and the entire mind frame everything basically is getting like getting focused right the on entertainment part ki how can i basically uh, uh, get into this group this group is uh, is the popular group inside the college i want to get into the group or like socialize like uh, like date this girl or date this guy so if you if you even you must have been in college right so yeah. when whenever you go to your first year second year third year whatever year is so you don't go, you you start losing out your career goals it's mm. not about studies or education it's it will be always about here what am i doing who is my friend what mm. am i what, what are my plans tonight like yeah. what am i drinking what am mm. i smoking yeah it is all about it starts it starts drifting correct mm. so if you take care of that right from the beginning okay if you stay focused okay then it will be easy for you to find your purpose on a early stage that's what i did uh, it's not that i didn't i, I didn't socialize i didn't go uh, go out i didn't do parties and all but i always knew ki what are my priorities okay yeah. i i always 
आई हैव टू डू समथिंग इन लाइफ एंड दैट इज वॉट कैप्ट मी बेसिकली फोकस्ड एंड कॉम्पिटेड एंड रेस्ट एवरीथिंग केम आफ्टर दैट Yeah. Like I never focused on be, being a part of a group. That that is the worst thing you can do. Become a part of a gang or a group. Okay, that gang or that group will take you down. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That is mm-hmm. my guarantee. Yeah. You, you must have seen, right? They form groups, and these groups make plans every 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 other day. They have a plan. Mm-hmm. This day they'll go this this party. They will go after that. They'll form a house party. Then there yeah. will be clashes inside that group. Again, your life takes. It basically your entire life gets wasted up right over there. And so after the college, is- like we, you have this college friends and all. After the ca- college, no, like you are all alone basically. No one is there from college. That's what Absolutely. happens. Absolutely, exactly, exactly. No one will come for socializing. <laughs> yeah. Once you're out of a college, they start taking care of their jobs and their businesses, their family businesses. And then if if you don't have anything else to do, then you are stuck there. Yeah. But again, it's it's a it's a learning curve for everyone. People do learn, and even they they come up in life. But only thing which the this uh, this duration takes from you is your time, your actual young energetic time wherein you are at your peak. So this period from eighteen to twenty five is like you have a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and you have a time to do mistakes, and you do the wrong kind of mistakes. Okay, mm-hmm. there are two kind of mistakes: the right kind of mistakes and the wrong kind of mistakes. So I have last four questions for you. So, what are you really into outside of work? What do you do in your free time? Uh, in my free time, I consult startups. I consult. I meet lot of startup founders. I mm. help them solve their problems. No, apart from work. Apart from I, work. Apart from work, uh, I consult people. I <laughs> I meet lot of people. <laughs> okay. So, so actually, I to be frank, I don't do anything apart from work. Okay. So I don't have a very uh, like I, I don't have socializing life so far. Mm-hmm. So it, it has been everything since the last six to seven years. Everything has been about work, and mm-hmm. I yeah I chill like uh, uh, I have I have a couple of dogs in my place. Mm-hmm. So I chill sometimes with them. I cook. I recently due to lockdown I started cooking. So I try my new stuff. I try to cook something new, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, that's everything. Is everything. Consumes you, the work consumes you, and yeah. a lot of things. The yeah. time gets consumed. So, what are your top three favorite books? Maybe you know business books or, or books which uh, you uh, inspired you basically. So uh, my uh, so if I go the reverse order, the there is this uh, book called uh, uh, like the book which I really liked because that was one of the first book which I ever read. That is that really got me into the game of the. Everybody must have read this book. It's a very famous book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. Uh, like we all have some, and some point of life, they you you at least have heard about this book, and yeah, a lot yeah. of people might have already read this book. Yeah. I read this book seven years ago. It was a wonderful book. I still remember each and everything written in that book by mm-hmm. heart in my brain. The second book I which I really liked is basically uh, the Tenex Rule by Grant Cardone. 
If you ever mm-hmm. heard about the Grand Cardon, he's yeah, yeah. really amazing. He he intrigues you to take massive actions. Right. Again, throughout my journey of startup, this book has really helped me. It, I have taken this book as uh, basically like a bible for my uh, hustle. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get uh, basically down, my like when I start doubting myself, this is this book I read. That's an audio version of this book, which is much better than the written version. I listen to it basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next book I really am reading right now is uh, uh, like this. This is this book is a very strategic book. It's a very good read, and everybody in uh, like who's entering the uh, business uh, uh, level game should be at least reading this book once. It's a very common book again. It's called the Blue Ocean. The Blue, Blue Ocean. Ocean. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Yeah, it's it's a very wonderful, very strategic book, and every company should read this. Every founder, uh, every anyone should actually read this. Mm-hmm. Wonderful strategies in place, how, how to avoid uh, the red ocean and how to get uh, into uncontested markets. That's what. Sure, true. And this book has actually helped to build me both of my companies, Aptrust mm-hmm. as well as Infiniva. Very very nice book. Amazing, amazing. Is there any founder or you know anyone you are studying? Any founder? Any anyone? You are studying or following? I I I basically again I follow three persons, three founders. Uh, they are all uh, well, very famous, uh, and uh, like one of them, like he's one is the research person on this planet, Jeff Bezos. Mm. Elon Musk again, he he also is widely uh, like loved yeah. personality across the startup industry. Like you should listen to his story. You should like once uh, uh, hear him out. Uh, uh, he has also has his own. a uh, book uh, called the elon musk so that's one book you should read that book. yeah i read that Actually. book elon musk here it very yeah. nice book so his entire story is very motivating how he basically started from right from scratch and how he has built these giant uh, companies mm. uh, like that to parallelly like in spite of like hell lot of challenges like coming his way he has managed to overcome all of them and as a this yeah. situation as one of the the top level ceos across in this industry basically and the last one is again uh, the grand cardon again he has been my virtual mentor and i have learned really all the sales skills whatever i have learned so far is through him basically the hustle his life story everything has he explained cool cool so yeah amazing all. thank you what so about much you pushpak like okay. who who's your favorite uh, uh, personality whom you try to follow or try to like basically stick to us as a founder uh, or, or like or founder found any any personality like whom do you usually like or like actually there are lots of founders nawal ravikant is there which i am following he's a founder Ravi of any... what is that nawal ravikant acha nawal ravikant okay, he's a founder okay. of angel list <laughs> he's a okay, investor okay. yeah this one silicon valley only he's matlab he's a indian but uh, indian american uh-huh. basically is born in us only oh, wow. yeah wait a minute okay and yeah that's it not a lot of people but of course i baki you know all these people uh, like bezos and all these people like bill gates steve jobs i've read the uh, books of steve jobs and elon musk a lot of these people been following them for a lot long time okay. but okay. you know uh, okay. like this is not uh, we uh, we we won't you know putting this on a podcast but when i was in college now in the first year uh, i was really 
motivated about the startups entrepreneurship i was super excited super passionate about it so at that time only in, even i started my first venture in college only right so i read a lot of books i was following a lot of people consuming a content good content but after my first startup like i start, my, my startup was incubated at bhav institute like i wasn't making a lot of money with it uh, but eventually my startup matlab i had to stop it and i got completely into you know different things like uh, i'm not that motivated enough right now i, I don't know wo ek focus hota hai na like wo bhi hai nahi i don't know where it went actually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it happens here so again the uh, the commitment and passion which i had for upthrust again right now i i evolved basically i got something better to do mm-hmm. and i moved on so it's not about ki like it's not always about ki if you have an idea wo tumne socha plan kiya ye kiya so it's not that you have to stick throughout your life ki wohi karna hai tumhe you have to change your plan if you mm-hmm. think that's not the right thing for you it's always you can switch you can always move on and do something better right so it's not about ki what you are uh, doing ki wohi karte hi rehna mm-hmm. or it, it can be more about ki what this has already helped you in your life it's the overall wo company no tumhare life mein wo role play ho chuka Yeah. Now go to the next thing, uh, which is much better and more interesting for you. Right. So, for example, you are doing this podcast right mm-hmm. now. You can come up with a way wherein you can start monetizing this channel or like whatever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know so far. Mm-hmm. There's always something which can happen good, like in whatever you do. Right. Right. Yeah. So let's conclude it. Uh, so thank you so much, Shavi, for doing this. You have uh, given us really amazing insight. Thanks for, for it, having me. Yeah, it will inspire a lot of people. I'm sure. Thank you so much. Absolutely.